and welcome to Mysteria. I am Amy Borton, your resident sleuth, and this week I am joined by Jonathan Reyes and Harley Warren. Hello. Hello. And uh, Jonathan is a friend of mine from college, and Harley is his longtime girlfriend. They are about to leave for... Springfield, Illinois. Real exciting. <laughs> very exciting, very exciting. Leaving just a real small town like, you know... The greater LA area for uh, even smaller. Because <laughs> you're from I'm from Southern. Here. Yeah. yeah, I was born and raised in Orange County, and then moved to Glendora, and I was kind of there ever since. So I've been in California my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys planned it like mapped out all the places to go? Yeah, I think we're gonna try to get to Utah, spend a night there. Get to Colorado, Denver area, spend a night there, and then just bomb through Kansas. This is our point. You should try to see Eric and Shereen. Yes, I will. <laughs> yeah, that works out real nicely. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it works out pretty well. Um, so this week's episode is near and dear to Harley, especially as a dog owner. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Because this week's mystery takes us over to Scotland in the town of Dumberton in the region of West Dunbertonshire which is the home of Overton Bridge. This is the site where up to 600 dogs have inexplicably leapt off. The resulting deaths of about 50 dogs over the last 50 years has given Overton the unfortunate nickname of Dog Suicide Bridge. That's pretty nice. So we're going to be exploring what the H-E-Double Hockey Sips is going on to cause so many (laughs) dog suicides. All right, so let's review the facts. The bridge was built originally in 1895. The basics for you all to imagine is that it is about four feet high and 18 inches thick. So it's higher than the average dog would be able to see, unless it's a giant. Starting in 1960, reports began surfacing of dogs suddenly veering towards a section of the bridge in between two parapets and jumping off. And it turns out most or all of these dogs have been jumping off the same spot. And unfortunately, the 50-foot drop won't necessarily kill the dogs right away. Although, as we mentioned, about 50 have died. It's a mossy area on the bottom, and so sometimes the dogs will just suffer shock to their system. There's a report of dogs' hair falling out, or they'll just have like broken paws, broken legs. That's the the basics of the mystery itself. You said the four feet. Is it four feet tall in total, or just like the t- like a like the railway of it? I think the I think the railway. I think the parapets are higher. And you you didn't. You mentioned the weather, right? Well, I was always in a oh, clear, no, I didn't. windless, sunny day. Is when yes, all when these occur. is typically wet. Yeah. And it was all I forgot to mention all long nosed breeds, which is. Really crazy and blew my mind. Yeah. So they were, we're talking Collies, Golden Retrievers, and Labradors are the only dogs that have died. Um, the only dogs that attempted or succeeded with jumping bridge. Yeah, the shorter-nosed dogs don't have that reaction. Also interesting is that the house and the property itself, I don't know if you guys read anything. So Overton Bridge is next to the Overton house and it's on this big property. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple interesting parts to this. One is that 
landowner, mm-hmm. whereas basically yeah. they were running slavery still. There was also a lot of a history of like early deaths. Um, the original owner's daughter was like poisoning her lover at some point. Even in recent history, in 94, um, there was a dad who thought his son was Satan and he was the Antichrist. And in order to protect the world from them, he threw the child off the bridge and soon tried to kill himself. And that, I did read that. Did it mention, though, around the same points where the dogs are jumping off by chance? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that I don't think they specified where, but the mm-hmm. fact that with the, the history of the area and everything else, that just amplified. The whole I thing about that. that. And then he yeah. attempted to commit suicide, but yeah. did he not? I don't think he succeeded. succeeded. I think no, he's he actually got, he's in, given to the state, per se. Right. They yeah. declared him insane. So he's not even in jail. I think he's in just a facility. Yeah. And then we'll talk sources real quick, although I yeah. I got the basics of the story from Wikipedia. I've you know heard of it. You know what? I don't think it's a bad idea because a lot of the other sources I read all were pretty much exactly the same exact thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, that this one would be Right. Fine, yeah. And then, yeah, it referenced, and I looked at the articles on the in the Herald, Daily Mail, and Slate, which are all... Yeah. Most of the stories we were switching off with each other were exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And no. I tried looking on, like, some of these less reputable websites. Like, one was called Slightly Warped normal just to see if they had more things to say because i know some of the la area blogs when they study mysteries on they also will be like and then we visited this area and Uh, but these ones didn't have anything to add and they were even less detailed than normal newspapers so i didn't even get anything from there which was kind of a bummer did you guys read about the psychic who brought her own labrador yeah. To place, and I guess the dog favored the right side, which is where the yes. jumps are. However, she didn't feel anything, granted. She said she felt a sense of peacefulness, if anything, nothing dark or looming. But she said the dog did get antsy, but it didn't attempt to jump, anything like that. She said she, the dog definitely acted a little different, but nothing that made her feel like her dog was upset or anxious and it didn't try to kill itself. So then let's go into some theories as to what's going on and why so many dogs have jumped off and why so many people are walking their dogs without a leash or as they call it in Scotland, a lead. Because you would think after you hear like a couple dogs jump off that you would be like, okay. 600 and 50 of them die. Right. Then you would be like, okay, maybe I'll put this lead on my dog. Yes. Not not cross that bridge. (laughs) There's got to be something else going on in this town other than just the bridge. Yeah. So let's go into some theories. The real fun theory was just that the house's history and with the death of that little baby, that ghosts are haunting. A philosophy teacher that was local to the area, Paul Owens, said that when he walked along the bridge, he felt pushed. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah like a thick, with yeah, the like guy, a like finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I read that. Yeah. So there is this idea of perhaps a ghost is about. In Celtic mythology, Overton is a quote-unquote thin place, which is where heaven and earth are reputed to be close. So there's a theory. <laughs> we also have dog depression. It could be like almost the dogs translating it from the owner. Yeah. Like Responding a to how sympathetic, like psychosis type. Yeah. Apparently, this area of Scotland is known as one of the most depressed places in Britain. 
Yeah. There are, I read a couple people, like a veterinarian and some other type of doctor, talked about um, the ability for dogs to empathize with their owner yeah. if they have depression and ran these studies that would support that. Which is true because you kind of see, like, I don't know if you guys saw some of these when, like, war veterans die and they've had, you know, their dogs. Sometimes they will literally, one of them that I saw actually would, he buried himself in a little tunnel above his owner's grave and would not leave there. So people would bring food and try to aid the dog, but he would not leave. If you took him away from there, he would go there. And it was just, it was just that connection. And there was also the subway dog where his owner oh, yeah, died yeah. subway, I believe. Yeah, he died he... in the hospital or something like that. And the dog waited for him and waited for him to come back off the subway. Yeah, that was in Japan. Um, they actually made a movie about it. Uh, he was in Akita. Owner went to work, had a heart attack at work, never came back to the train station, so the dog waited until the end of the dog's life. Yes. And they actually, there's a episode there's of a Futurama. Too, yeah, there's a, there's a statue for, for him at the station. There's also a Futurama episode so uh, that they actually give like a sort of ode to the dog. Yeah. Where, um, so there is definitely yeah. a connection between animals and their owners for sure. Yeah. What breed is your he's dog? A he's a Chihuahua. Chihuahua. So he's a small breed. <laughs> so you can walk him lead free. Oh gosh, yeah. no. If I did that, he would just run in the middle of the street. He's he's, he's actually running. fallen in the pool once at our Aww. place. Because he's just... Because he's, he, I think he, he dinks. He, yeah. But no, if I walk him without a leash, he'd be gone for some... Like, he's not trained by any means. But if I'm not feeling well or I'm unhappy or very sad, he responds in a very similar demeanor and he'll literally just stay by my side. We're just mellow. But for the most part, Chihuahuas are very hyper. They yeah. Yap. He's a barker. He is annoying half of the time. Normally, he's up being like, give me treats. Let's go outside. Let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah There's the, no cases yeah. of like just dogs having depression. Yeah, no. We would all agree is basically just transferring from the... Yeah. And then the third main one, and please jump in if you guys saw other ones, would be overstimulation. And this one was brought up by Dr. David Sands, an animal expert as well as a fellow named David Sexton, where there's just the scent of mink and mice and other animals on the other side of the bridge, and with it being long-nosed dogs that are usually used for hunting, um, that they would be especially attuned to that scent. Well, that and their sense of smell is obviously way more higher than a human scent. And I think they were saying mink especially because of the fact that their anal glands Ooh, anytime you talk about anal glands, we know we're getting real. <laughs> we're getting real yeah. Yeah. No, but they uh, will, I guess from what I was reading, they will spray pretty much wherever they go. I don't know if it's a marking of territory or not, or if it's a very strong, prominent, musty odor, which I'm sure would, you know, a dog could easily mm-hmm. smell that. But they were saying, well, maybe because since Scotland's normally wet and kind of gloomy on its dry, sunny and clear days, you know, walking around spraying rocks or the whatever's beneath there, they could probably smell it. But I'm like, well, do they only spray that one section? Or in the bridge is fairly long, so why just the towards the end on the right hand side? I do like exploring the spiritual side or the ghost aspect just because of the history of the area. Mm-hmm. Especially with the psychic saying that she felt calm and looking at um you know uh, suppressed groups of people so having death as a a way out and if you explore the aspect of what the um psychic was saying it was like she felt a sense of calm and she was almost felt to be in a good place i mean obviously if you are forced into slavery i mean yeah you may feel a sense of calm because you're hell on earth is done if you mm-hmm. jump off said bridge you know when you look at a dog and you 
like with Rocky, the Chihuahua, like you can get him to get go anywhere if you have a treat in, his, in your hand. Like, oh yeah, it's midnight, it's freezing cold outside, but I have a treat in my hand, dog. You want to go outside? And the dog will be like, yeah, I'm down. I'm gonna go outside. You know, like um, to have you know an animal who, on certain levels, is intelligent when it comes to search and destroy type ideas for them just to jump off a bridge in the same like, There's spot. There's some form of actual explanation. Yeah. I mean, because the smell, yeah, but I feel like with the smell, I feel like you would have issues of, like, dogs even outside of the realm of the bridge, like, going to that area yeah. and okay, sniffing so around. Yeah, okay, so let's get into the nose and the smell. Yeah, I agree that it's really unsatisfying because there's still a lot of questions unanswered. Like, why... Why isn't know, it, like, like, a dog farm if it's, like, the dog hanging out? If it's a smell... Yeah. You would think that, like, All you know... Dogs, any dog would be lured to it. Like, right. corgis, they're hunting dogs. So why wouldn't, if someone has a corgi, a corgi walk by and they don't have the same reaction, even though they obviously would not be able to jump over that Right, ledge. but they would but still they be would going bananas. they would definitely be trying if this was something that... Yeah, if it was a smell-based sort of thing. Yeah, I think I would assume any dog would go for it. Or at least any dog would react to some degree, whether it's leaning towards the right or looking and maybe stopping and kind of trying to figure out what to do or trying mm-hmm. to reach up over the ledge or jumping off the ledge. And there's also the idea that it's just one specific spot, whereas if it were just a mink spraying or mice being there, they wouldn't have the wherewithal to be like, I'm going to spray in this one particular area. When what one of the articles was saying, they spray pretty much everywhere they go, so why that specific area? Yeah. Like, if they're walking around and they're spraying as they're going, everything would smell, so wouldn't they be jumping off every angle of the bridge or mm-hmm. if it was just the mink smell? If they're under the bridge, like what they're saying, where they burrow and they hide, I don't think a dog's going to see that over the ledge and then just go and jump. Yeah. yeah. And even, you know, typically when people walk their dogs without leashes, it's because that they're trained. Yeah, where they have very good mannerisms where it's, they, you know, the owners always say not questioning my dog. Like, my dog will definitely just go run right. wherever and i got to go right. chase him. Most people are like, okay, well, my dog will stay when I tell him to stay or walk by my side when I tell him to, so. Yeah, so for the idea for the dogs to not only run loose on something when walking around in nature, they're probably, yeah, like you said, smelling mink everywhere. They're smelling all sorts of stuff. Right, but then also they have to, even though the bridge isn't super high, they're having to jump over a four-foot bridge. Like, that does take some effort. Yeah. Um, so it's not just a simple, like, leaning over and falling off or, you know. That's almost like even a little running start. I know dogs can jump from where they're at, but you need a little bit of... You need a little bit of start. Yeah. I feel like the smell part of that's such a specific spot. There has to be, like, an army of freaking minks. Yeah, or, or something. Yeah, some, up to yeah, one yeah, spot yeah. You know, like it has for to be fifty years. Yeah, like the same you numerous burrows or whatever. Questioning like a nuclear plant nearby, maybe that small, but they tested all that and sound waves and things like that because they were trying to test all their senses, and the other ones were debunked. But yeah. the mink smell obviously was the one that they were saying the most. Of, but it's like, well, if the nuclear smell wasn't turning them off. I just don't think that they'd be leaping off. Do you know what? Yeah, I didn't yeah. read about the nuclear one or the what was the, the other the sound waves. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they were wondering if there's like harmonics if, from the. You area. know how dogs yeah. can hear only certain pitches. Yeah. And there's dog whistles and things like that. Uh, they were testing different sounds that they thought maybe it was upsetting them or disturbing them and driving them to like jump off. Or they did check that out and they were like that didn't work. They tested all sorts of different sounds that dogs can hear and that would upset them nothing registered in that oh, area man. or nearby for a dog to hear. Because that one is interesting to me because I was thinking if it's something so specific to the long nose, it might be because they're able to pick up like a frequency 
or sensation or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be more but, to them than another. Do you know one thing I just, I just thought of? Is, has anybody ever actually looked from the level of a dog what that spot looks like? I think there was a gentleman who mentioned that they just see the concrete. I don't know if there's yeah. still no. I mean, like, concrete. like, like what, like. No, if you from were, their level, yes. From their level, you they just see saw concrete. The concrete pillars. So is it just sky beyond it? Like, yeah, like that's they, kind of, that's they kind can't of... see. Yeah, it was saying hmm. they can't see over it, yeah. and they wouldn't be able to gauge. So they're already yeah. committed. It says. Oh yeah, so they're committed before. They're committed happens. to the jump yeah. before they're even able to see what they're jumping into. Right. Oh, okay. So they have no idea there's. Because I don't know if there was like the a hill nearby where it looked like the. The oh. landscape just continued on. Yeah, yeah no, I don't. Mm-hmm. From what the article said, from a dog's view of that size, no. And then anything smaller, of course, no. But yeah. Smaller. It seems strange. I mean, yeah, unless if there is some odor or some form of. I mean, you it's know, just like, an idea. Like I mean, pollution I don't or some form, say sort of, yeah. Even that idea, mm-hmm. but just throwing out, I'm leaning more towards the spiritual aspect. It's not something that I would say no to. Not that I openly want to accept the what's on the other side because that is a little overwhelming and scary but at the same time I don't shut it out because it's there's things that happen that science can't explain and I've seen and heard things myself I've listened to others who've had similar experiences and I wouldn't say no to that so it's still left as a mystery yeah I also just saw it's like the last sentence of this one article I was reading called historicalmysteries.com very reputable but it is saying the dogs that survived the jump and were back around the same area they had the chance to catch their minks but they walked away there were mink somewhere else and instead of going towards the actual mink or where that was also they just sprayed they went back to the bridge into that one section of the bridge I think even a while back, actually, I did reread. Even if they did pass by, like, if they were on the left side of the bridge, I do believe if they walked even past it, some dogs ran back, like, what's drawing them. I don't think it's a scent at that point. And what do we think of, like, the dogs absorbing depression and committing suicide? Watch, it's just, like, a cruel joke (laughs) from some horrible person. (laughs) I mean, that could be, but I think, I mean, it almost like what you were kind of mentioning where it's that peaceful sense, maybe something along those lines, because I think a dog is distraught, it's quite obvious. Just like if a human's distraught, Mm -hmm. it's quite obvious. And, like, there's sometimes there's whimpering, there's the lowering of the ears, there's the lowering of the head, and kind of avoiding eye contact of any sorts or touch. Uh, Sometimes they're antsy, they're panting heavily. Or, you know, they're sprinting, if, you know, if they were just sprinting and upset or barking, you know, any of those things would be signs of them being upset or depressed. And even if the dog was previously depressed, the dog wouldn't have been eating potentially, going having right. regular bowel movements. Yeah, I read that in instances where dogs, they know they're close to death, they'll end up not hiding, but they'll going in themselves. like, exactly, seclusion. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. much them telling you like, hey, I'm ready, I'm not going to eat. They don't typically, like right. they may or may not drink water, but they typically, they'll will, stop they're eating. literally going to go lay down and they're like, this is where I'm going to die. I'm done. So it wouldn't be like a sudden, I'm just going to jump off here, especially because yeah. there's no way they would know yeah. that that is a sudden yeah. jump off. Are there any further history on like the original, uh, the original owners of like the houses that are nearby that are supposedly haunted? Is there any further? I think it was just on one it? they were discussing. But yeah, the whole area they're saying. Yeah, as whole a areas. Whole. Yeah. Well, and they were saying that Scotland is, or this area of Scotland is the most depressed area in all of Britain. Yeah. But it doesn't get. It, I didn't see any details. Oh yeah. Because I don't know if there was like a story that could be correlated. They're saying that it is wet most of the time in Scotland, or in that specific area of Scotland. It's normally wet and not, you know, beautiful sunny skies and all that stuff. So I would pay this as depressing. So, I mean, with all the uh, instances that happened with the house right next to the bridge, 
I mean, that's got some dark history. Yeah, that's got <laughs> some actual dark history. That's, that's That also might be why the town's so depressed. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. They were oppressed for so long. No, yeah. So we had three theories. A ghost or, like, otherworldly thing of the thin place or actual ghosts on the bridge. We have the theory of dog depression. And we have the theory of overstimulation, which would be scent, sound waves, or nuclear activity. Yes. Are we ready to make our jacques of what we think is the culprit? I think so. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Yeah, go first. Like, I personally believe in the spiritual aspect of it, just because, one, the history of the area, two, the way that they do it, and the specificity on the day, and also from what happens in stressful situations where death seems like the best option or the best thing to do, well, then, yeah. Why not have that be possible for an answer? Because, well, well that's my final answer. <laughs> very similar to that. Because I, yeah. I definitely don't think it's more of a death and dying. Like, I want... It's not... I don't believe it's, like, an intentional suicide. I do think it's more of a happy, fuzzy feeling on the other side. I mean, if humans were feeling that, mm-hmm. walking across that, why not dogs feeling that? I mean, it's a beautiful sunny day. It's not dreary out. It, maybe there is that ultimate sense of peace and calmness easing of the body and mind and animal or person doesn't want that i don't think it can be necessarily explained by science unless anyone else wants to pick at that but especially i've been a dog owner all my life and i actually my mom's ex-partner was a uh, vet assistant so she dealt with a lot of that so i learned a lot from her on mannerisms how a lot of different breeds act eating schedules, bowel movement schedules, you name it, like surgeries, all sorts of stuff. So not that I'm an expert, but I don't think it has to do with like depression per se because it themselves, but I do think it, it's of the spiritual. Everything else that they've discussed was debunked where they really were like, this is kind of a half-assed, if I can say that, conclusion, but mm-hmm. we don't really know and we're not really going to press further. I would conclude spiritual. Yeah, I am really surprised. I was even just doing some last minute checking that there's not more research into it other than the smell because I think as we found and as I what I read the just the mink explanation really leaves a lot of holes so my two cents which is probably worth exactly two cents is that I just can't get over the fact that it is specific to long-nosed breeds So I think if it's not sound waves or scent of the mink, that there has to be something that this particular type of nose picks up. Dogs are used to sniff out bombs and sniff out narcotics. And uh, and they get, when they find it, they get jump and get excited. So I'm wondering if whatever they're detecting, maybe there's like a type of herb or some sort of other frequency that's happening or smell, I guess, that's happening that is really unique to that one specific spot below the bridge. Yeah, it could even be runoff from, like, pollution runoff. Yeah, but it could just be that in the way that that topography is, there's, like, one particular spot where, like, a type of plant is growing. Not just luring the dogs over, but it's creating them to get so excited that they're ignoring their owners and they're making the effort over the bridge. So that, I do think it is an overstimulation but I just am not satisfied with the mink explanation. Because it yeah. could easily just be they're not looking for the right thing. Right. Yeah, that's that what could, I think yeah, it is. It if they're like yeah. tantalizing with an actual mink in another location and it's not as appealing as 
whatever smell they're jumping for, then I think it has to be, whether it's a smell or something else, it has to be something that they're picking up that we can't and that maybe is not as alluring to other, you know, smaller nosed dogs. I also realize I'm like gesturing towards my nose this whole time. <laughs> that does anything, especially for Helping you think. audio. We're pulling it in. <laughs> or, you know, maybe it is just that there's this strain of cats that are like, fuck you guys, come down here. And they're like plotting something. Yeah. Luring all the dogs. You guys have seen the commercial of Cats Had uh, Opposable Thumbs? Is that what it's called? Oh, no. no the, the, yeah, yeah. And it's like um, this guy like freaking out in his house because all these cats suddenly can use their thumbs to open up to doors, do to get into things. And they're like taking over. They okay. finally have thumbs and we can do stuff. All right, it. that's it. <laughs> Never mind, that's what I believe happened for sure. It was the cats, the Scottish cats. Yeah. People make you jump. No, yeah. 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 All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode of Mysteria. And thank you again, Jonathan and Harley, for coming. Yeah, thank you for having us. Safe travels. Keep your dog on a leash, for God's sake. Don't go any any bridges. And I would highly encourage citizens of Overton to get together and redo the landscape underneath the bridge. Get something going so it doesn't smell. You know, suicide nets down there, maybe. Just (laughs) in case. Or they can make money off of it tourist spot a little morbid but it could work what spot like a tourism spot oh. like the winchester well, it house it kind of already is now yeah a tourism spot. <laughs> um okay in conclusion we weren't able to solve the mystery of overton bridge but we have managed to throw out the established theory <laughs> in favor of vague alternatives <laughs> we have that it's Celtic designation as a thin place means that jumping off the bridge serves as a reprieve from a depressed town with a dark past. We also have the theory that just on the other side of Overton Bridge happens to be a frequency or some sort of bait specific to long-nosed dogs in creating such a strong reaction to lure them off towards an unknown target. We have the new theory that the bridge is actually the site of a decades-long trap in a plot by the evil local cats. <laughs> Let us know what you think. We can be reached on Instagram at Mysteria Podcast. Cheers to Jonathan and Harley for recording with us today. Thank you. Definitely. And let's all agree that until this mystery is solved, we should be playing it safe by keeping our dogs on a leash. Right? Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.